This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hi, I'm Alex L. and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hi, Kirsten. I'm so glad to have you back on the show. How you doing? Me too. I am doing good. The week is off to a great start, so I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. I am excited to talk about your new brand, Bobby, and learn all things of how it came to be. So before we get started, why don't you lead us into why Bobby was born and what you want the impact to be as you grow this new brand? Okay, awesome. So Bobby is a kids wear label that I just launched in July. And It was born out of the desire for me to see more representation and inclusivity in the kids apparel space. Um, So the mission of the company is to amplify voices of children and moms of color through apparel, community, and mental health awareness. And I mean, it was a long journey of building the company in in so many different ways, uh, you know, that comes with building a, a retail or fashion design company. There's so many moving parts, but I think to answer your question, the impact that I wanted to have was really just emphasizing and like also strengthening this communal support that I feel like is so vital to motherhood and parenthood in general Mm -hmm. and for children to be able to be empowered through that community and bringing awareness to mental health is really important to me because I come from a background of mental health. And so it was just a way to kind of tie everything together and establish a sense of pride in our kids' identities, right? Mm-hmm. I love that. The clothes are so cute. Maxie Thank has you. on her outfit today, as you saw. I saw. <laughs> so cute. I, I can't, like when my friends send me pictures with their kids in it, I just... I can't even believe it still. So thanks for putting her in a fit today. Of course, of course. So <laughs> what I love about Bobby is the playfulness the black and brown faces on the clothing. And I want to talk a little bit more about the mental health aspect and also the lack of representation that you saw in the children's wear industry and why that, you know, caused you to create your own. I mean, as a mother of, I have three daughters, you have two. Mm -hmm. And just to see, you know, how many pieces of clothing in these stores that we shop at don't necessarily reflect our black and brown girls. It was just really refreshing to see that that was a mission of yours. So can you talk a little bit more about that and and then maybe bring us into like the mental health space and what Bobby plans to do there as well? Totally. So I mean, being just a young mother, I constantly and having girls like you do, you're constantly buying clothes for them every three to six months they're growing. And I, you know, and and this is at like, 
you know, broader, like Target and Nordstrom and, and even the, the smaller boutique shops, you know, but mm-hmm. even like mainly if I'm just going to speak towards, I don't want to like single out one, one place, yeah. I'm not trying yeah. to, you know, but in, in certain places I would just go and it's like, okay, let's, I see the mer you know, Kensley wants the boots that have mermaids on them. I'm like, okay, great. Let's go get the, the boots with the mermaids. And you're looking at the mermaids mm-hmm. and the mermaids don't look like none of the mermaids are even just like darker than a, you know, a yellower tone. Like they don't, they just, all of everything is blondes or, you know, Elsa's and, and we love Elsa. We love all of, all of the Disney princesses. But to be honest, I think there actually came a time where Kensley wanted her hair to hang down. She would say that because mm. she went to a preschool that was predominantly, you know, Caucasian. And so it was just a constant like identity shift there with her, even though I have tons of friends in my tribe, you know, our women of color and their kids of color, there was a specific point in her like toddlerhood where she was asking for, because also the clothes and everything that she would wear and the, the, you know, the, the tropes that were around for kids, very so much tailored to a specific type of little girl. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like that little girl included my daughters or my daughter at the time when it was just one, when, when Bobby first, like before I first had the pull on my heart and that used to just break my heart that I was like, Kenzie, but your hair is beautiful and it, and it sticks up and it, it can hang down too if we do certain things, but when we wear it curly, like it grows. And I wanted her to feel that sense of pride and just empowered to wear her hair in its natural state, you know, Mm -hmm. and even me just being someone who came from, I mean, I don't know where my grandparents are from, to be honest, my grandfather, I've never met them and neither has my, my mom has never met her dad, but Mm -hmm. I have a different texture of hair than Kensley does as well. So like even my curly hair isn't as full and, you know, as hers is. So I think Mm -hmm. That was also a part of it, just understanding that I have to go, you know, to go a little above and beyond to make sure that she understands that her identity and what she looks like is beautiful. And I thought what what better tribute to do that than designing this print that I felt like was so and really Bobby, the icon is like meant to represent that. So while mm-hmm. all the clothes won't be the print all over them, I wanted to push this print for the first collection to make, to purposely make the statement of, yes, this is what I want our brand to be about. And while not all the clothes will look like that, it's still very so much core to who we are and what our mission is. And as far as the mental health initiatives go, so I think it would be a dream to have like a standalone brick and mortar space where I can do mental health initiatives and, and, you know, art therapy and conduct support groups for parents. And, you know, I have so many ideas and enriching activities, but, you know, really just at the core of it, bringing together mothers and fathers too, and just bring them into community and allowing us to just celebrate each other and like, be in community with each other and have fun and play and also learn and share burdens. You know what I mean? Mm, At the end of the mm -hmm. day, that's how we heal. I believe like, of course there's so much other work that goes into it, but healing as a community is I feel core to motherhood. And that's been my experience. That's the ultimate goal is having these like pop-up spaces that we can have, you know, mental health initiatives, whether it be art therapy or 
just someone coming in to tell us about, you know, bringing awareness to whether it be autism or ADHD or ADD, you know, there's so many different things that people just are stigmatized and I want to bring awareness and, and put it, shine a positive light on it. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. I love that on, in, on so many different levels because it's so necessary, especially for Black parents, for parents of color. Totally. It is so vital and important that we have the space to show up in that way and for our children to have the space to do the same. Absolutely. Something that you mentioned that really kind of struck a chord with me was, you know, the Elsa dress. Mm -hmm. And Isla is obsessed with Elsa <laughs> yeah. and she wants the Elsa dresses and I refuse to buy them. Oh, <laughs> and, and, and of course we love the Disney princesses too. I know that, that, you know, what people say, let's just kids and blah, blah, blah. And I get it, but it's different for black kids. It is. And so, and it just is. And I have a very diverse community who listens to this show and some people may not like me saying that, but it's the, it's the truth. Yeah. And so I am, I refuse. You can watch Elsa movie. You can pretend to be Elsa when you play, you know, with your sister, if you want to, but I'm not getting the nightgowns and the toothbrushes. I'm not doing that because yeah. I know what that did to me growing mm -hmm. up, seeing people that didn't look like me and wanting to be those yeah. characters. And so it's no, it's interesting <laughs> that you say that, honestly, because for one, I was that mom in Target, like, oh, no, come on, we need to get some of the, we ain't getting that doll, we gonna get a doll that looks a little bit more like us, like, you know, mm -hmm. and now I've been like, you know, we have a diverse baby household at this point, but it's interesting you say that because I wondered about the print, if other, you know, races or ethnicities were going to, you know, that weren't necessarily black moms or had black children, whether they're biracial or whatever it looks like, mm -hmm. if they were going to buy the print, you know, I, I thought about that. And at first I was like, maybe I shouldn't make, you know, so many different colors or maybe like, it was a thought in my head, but I was like, no, of course I'm doing it. But now it's just going to be an experiment to see as we've been underrepresented and had to buy what the, you know, majority in mm -hmm. of, of these, prints have been now I'm trying to see what that looks like in reverse that wasn't the reason I made it of course but I do believe that a lot aren't willing to do that you know what mm. I mean and that's fine but it's it just speaks to a deeper issue on on black girls in society you know what I mean mm. and not yeah. wanting to wear that as a, as a, as a badge of honor. You know what I mean? That's, I that's the thing. That's the thing. The badge of honor thing. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. 
yes, we believe in diversity and inclusion and there are black people in the world, white folks, Hispanic folks, Asian folks, etc. But we are a black household and we want our children to feel like they are represented and that they are loved for, you know, how they look and how they think and all of these other, you know, great things. But when you have a toddler or even a young I mean, Charlie, she'll be 14. And the right. main reason why we locked her hair when she was nine was because she only wanted to wear it straight. She went to a predominantly white school and she was at this age where she was like, I want hair like that white girl. And I'm yeah, like, well, you don't have hair like that white girl. Yeah. And it's beautiful, but you, and your hair is beautiful the way it is. And so what we had to do was, okay, if you want to wear your hair down mm-hmm. and long yeah. and flowy, we're going to lock it. And we locked it and it's now almost to her waist and she wears it down and she can do her thing. But she also knows that that the history of locks and how beautiful that is. And she has outgrown wanting to have bone straight hair and lighter skin because that's what she was accustomed to seeing in the place that we live. It's a predominantly white area. And so as you mentioned, like doing that due diligence to go that step further to be like, your black is beautiful. And if no one else in this world is going to tell you, we're going to tell we're you. We're going to tell you exactly. It's learned. We hate it. It has to be learned and it has to be, you know, of course in the home, they need to be empowered first, but uh, we're, we're here. Like while Bobby isn't of course going to solve the issue, this is what was doing my part in a sense. And I, I've been seeing so many back to school photos of my girlfriends and you and everybody putting their girls in. It just makes me so happy because I'm like, I made it for you guys. Like that's who I made it for. And if no one else buys it, I don't even care. (laughs) It's because I, I know who I made it for. And that it just, it, it, it's affirming to the fact that I, you know, what the reason I did it, and the reason why I'm going to continue to make sure Bobby stands for and is representing our girls, like that, that affirms that period point blank. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And I love that. And I do think Bobby is going to change the world. I think it's going to set the tone for not being scared to put black and brown children on clothing, you know, to not be afraid to, you know, think about us first and to, to be quite frank. And I think that that is beautiful. And of course, if other folks want to, you know, buy the clothing, absolutely buy it if you want to, but just know that the root of it wasn't because of the majority. And I think that that is really, really beautiful. And I do want to know when you first thought of Bobby, like you you mentioned that the thought started pulling on your heartstrings. When did you start setting it into motion that, okay, this needs to happen? happen. So 
Bobby was a concept about two years ago, but the, you know, branding and the, like, you know, it's all, it takes a team designing and creating anything is all collaborative. And so it wasn't until about, I want to say it was during the pandemic when I, I finally actually was after we moved to the North shore area, it was around September, 2020, when I was able to align with this amazing graphic designer, her name is Bianca Griffith. And she is just, just an amazing artist. But anyways, she helped me make my vision come to life, right? So I was like, it needs, you know, I need to have an icon that's, that's representative of all of the things I wanted to do. And she just created the logo for me. And it wasn't until, I, I took a couple iterations of a logo, but in September, 2020 is when I finally got the branding that I felt aligned with my mission and with my vision. And then from there in November is when I finally was able to collaborate with my former business operations, Eric Best. And he helped me, you know, coordinate all of the different pieces that we're organizing to get it from idea to actual clothing and samples and production. And mm-hmm. so it's really, it, it went into motion and in production in November, 2020 in terms of development. Yeah. The launch was like just the beginning. And I know, you know, that feeling of like, you get to the launch and you're like, okay. <laughs> here. And then you're like, okay, now it's just starting. So now I'm, I'm, I'm all the things I'm the marketing, the PR, like it's all coming together, but yeah, learning a ton every day. <laughs> What gives you the most sense of pride having Bobby in the world and seeing all these different children wearing the clothing? Honestly, I think the main, the one thing that really like, not the one thing, because there's been a bunch of different things. I think people just telling me, you know, when they see me now, they're like, congratulations. I love, you know, Bobby and I love the site and I love what you're doing. That of course is affirming and like, makes me be like, oh, wow, like, you know, people are really paying attention and they're, they, they see what I'm trying to do and they're, they would support me. Right. But mm-hmm. I think when I finally got, so Marley was my sample model, but I had only had size, like a 2T run of all of the print samples for her at first and not Kensley and Kensley like was so distraught and like, she was pissed basically. She's like, why <laughs> don't you have my size? And when I finally got her size and she put it on and she was just so happy. She just, she lit up. She was like, oh my gosh, mommy, I love it. And I was like, and, and that honestly was mm-hmm. the moment that I was, I felt the most proud because she was the reason why I started it from the beginning. You know, she's, she's the reason for a lot of things. And so when she was like, oh, I love this mommy. I can't wait to wear it to school. I want to wear it every day. I need multiple of each things in my, in my closet now. That was the thing that was like, and she, t- and she tells people about it and she tells me her ideas. And so look out for the Kensley Bobby collaboration, but you know, <laughs> definitely Kensley's affirmation and her just like supporting me and and just being so excited like that was the thing that was like all right cool you like Mm -hmm. it I love it great (laughs) oh my gosh that is so that's so amazing when the babies are like affirming us it's just it's the best where did the name Bobby come from so Bobby was and is still Kensley's nickname. It's just a play on baby, but like Aww. the A is an ah sound, like the long A. So mm-hmm. I, I changed the, the spelling and, and what I would think it would be. But my husband started off calling Kensley Bobby and me Bob, just because <laughs> he has a thing with words, I guess. And so, 
you know, when I was, I had, I don't even want to tell you all the different names I had to begin with, but then Bobby just seemed to stick. And with his permission, that's, we know, we, we went with it. So that's Mm -hmm. Bobby is basically an ode to Kensley. And I love that. That's amazing. (laughs) So what do you want people to know about Bobby and where can people find Bobby to support? Um, I want, sorry, I didn't mean to clap. <laughs> well, let me see my little drop. No, I guess I want people to know about Bobby that we are here to cultivate community, show representation of Black joy, and bolster inclusivity within the children's wear arena. Mm. And um, you can find Bobby at worldofbobby, B-O-B-Y dot com. We're on Instagram at the same handle. It, world of Bobby. Yes. Come shop with us. (laughs) Yes. It's the stuff is very cute y'all. And, um, I'll make sure to put the link in the episode notes. Um, Kirsten, this was wonderful. I'm so proud of you. We are rooting for you. This is an amazing, amazing thing you've made and we look forward to continuing to support for having me on, you know, you, my Instagram bestie. So (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's it's always great to talk to you. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Okay. Actually, wait, before we go, hold on. I have to ask you the question. <clears throat> okay, so if you were mentoring your younger self, what would you tell her? You always come with the, with the deep question. You thought I was going to let you go without a I deep thought, question. I was like, oh, cool, great. <laughs> this wasn't bad. Okay, if I was mentoring my younger self, what would I tell her? <sighs> I, I would just tell her that just keep doing the right, like the thing that you feel is on your heart and that you're being pushed and like moved towards. Just keep being yourself, keep being authentic and show up no matter what, no matter, you know, don't let anyone tell you or make you feel like you can't show up as fully yourself. Mm. That's what I want to say, because even though I've been, I feel like a very confident person, I think there was a period in my life where I just, I played it small and I don't ever want to do that. And I don't want, I want her to know that she never has to do that because that's Mm. not, that's not the life that God has called her into. Thanks for listening to the show today. Please rate, subscribe, and review. Also, feel free to share with a friend. We love having our community grow. Music is by DC's own Kokai. The Hey Girl podcast is produced by Wayne Bertram and me, Alex L.